a chance. Yemark down the middle, scores! Matias Yemark, shorthanded goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Puck comes out high, Watt gets the puck, off to the races, into the zone, the righty, right circle, backhander, he scores! What a move! Nicholas Watt gets the Knights back in the lead! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard, and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace out here at Parkway Tavern on Volunteer Road across the street from the M Resort and Casino. Darren Millard back in Studio 31 and Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Uh, I'm sitting here in Studio 31 at my perch. Uh, Darren Elliott, the Olympian, is sitting right beside me. And we were just having this uh, general conversation about what to expect tonight. Now, the math, the formula, says Vegas has to win in any way possible. And the Dallas Stars, who host Arizona tonight, cannot get anything out of their game. They must lose in regulation. That's what it's down to. And that earns you, if everything goes right, an opportunity to earn your playoff position on Friday night in St. Louis. Is tonight a close checking game, or is tonight a little loose and fast? Um, that's an interesting question. The last time that Vegas played Chicago not too long ago, it was pretty, uh, pretty loose and pretty fast. Yeah. So I would imagine uh, that we're kind of in for more of the same. And if, if I'm the Golden Knights, like, listen – I understand the desire to make this a tight checking game, but I think that you just got to let it go, right? Like you just got to let it ride, let it go out there, maybe have a little bit of fun and try to score some goals. I think that that might be just what the Golden Knights need in this situation. What do you think the winning total is tonight then? Uh, as much as I say that, I think it's probably another 3-2, or, or maybe we push the needle. You just said loose and fast. I, I did. I didn't say that you were going to score. I'm just saying, like, we're not talking about a Chicago Blackhawks team that is, like, lighting the world on fire. They've got no, but you still have Dabrinkit, you still have Strom, you have Kane. Like, there's there's players who love it. Like, Dabrinkit's having an all-world season. Kane is arguably having one of the best seasons of his 15-year career. Yes. So my argument is, I'm not saying you're going to score on everything, but I at least open it up a little bit. I, I, I just I look at this time of year. I, I look at, you know, the Chicago Blackhawks have quite literally nothing to play for, and the Golden need a lot of help in this situation. I, I, I'm just saying, play fast, play loose, go have fun with the game. But it's not to say that, you know, whoever's in goal for the Vegas Golden Knights, I would imagine it'll be Logan Thompson, but I'm not sure there. Uh, it's not like he's going to be playing loose or fast. Like He's going to be competing for no. every single puck. And Kevin Lankin, and if he's going to go for the Chicago Blackhawks, he has something to prove to his teammates over the, the way the last game went. So so um, you're saying three three is the winning total? I, I think I think it's a race to three. It's, I'm going six. Six, six goals. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're looking at, what, 11, 12 goals in this game? Somewhere yeah. in there? Yeah, 6 4, 6 3, 6 2. I don't care. But I think, I think the winning total tonight is six. That that that's the number that the uh, the victorious team leaves the rink with. Okay. I don't know <laughs> why necessarily, other than if Vegas has a lead on Chicago, 
it's not safe. Not because Chicago has amazing resolve. It is because their give-a-crap level is so low when it comes to uh, trying to grind out a, a low-scoring victory that they'll, they'll do anything. Like, tonight's a point night for Chicago. Like, whether they lose 8-5 or 7-6 or 3-2, everybody's counting their cookies tonight. Uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks. So I don't think any lead is safe. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going with the, with the six-goal total. And it could be Chicago or it could be Vegas, but it's going to be a high, high number of goals tonight, which is great for us because we get to watch it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. You, you, where, where were you yesterday, right? Like yesterday you were looking at 5-3, five, five, but you, you, you literally came out with there's going to be a lot of goals yeah, last be, night. because and, of and the goaltenders. That's that's where I thought it would it would wobble uh, between between the two teams was uh, Jake Ottinger and uh, Logan Thompson had never been in that type of situation before. The they were teams up the, to it, weren't they? Oh, they 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 were great. They made the whole difference in, in the game. But the teams themselves, as far as generating chances, mm-hmm. that was a that was a a, a, a pretty good uh, pretty good hockey game. And being able to be uh, on point uh, on, on both sides. I mean, uh, Dallas scored their second goal when Martinez was out for a couple of shifts, so so that uh, knocked uh, the Golden Knights out of rhythm. And for the Golden Knights, uh, they were able to, to to jump on some opportunities. But that was that was a more traditional game because both teams had stuff at stake, and the goaltenders played well. Tonight is a very different situation. Uh, arguably the total opposite. If you can still have a team in a playoff spot, this is as opposite of last night as you can get. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I mean, I'm not discounting or, or pushing back on the desire to see a 7-6 game or a 6-5 game or, or something like that. I I mean, if there was an opponent, I, I suppose, that, that would bring that out of you, it's probably the Chicago Blackhawks because of the way that they play. And, and ordinarily, they're a team that, that's not – hyper-focused on shutting it down anyway. So as long as there's open ice and as long as the Golden Knights can get some rush opportunities, they'll have a threat to score all night long. Which game are you following closer? Vegas, Chicago, mm. or Dallas, Arizona? Are you asking? And that's, that's a totally legitimate question that I'm asking you. Are you asking me as, as a broadcaster who's going to be on the air today? Because obviously I'm going to be tracking the Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks as that's going to be the game that's getting the majority. No, of the no, that, that's your but, job. That's your but, job. But, but, but my I'm, job is to, to follow the Golden Knights as well. Darren Elliott and I will be doing the, the intermissions uh, tonight with a, with a very much a, a Golden Knight focus. But uh, when, I, when I'm uh, looking at my phone, what 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 am I more interested in tonight? The well, Dallas game or the the Vegas game? Let me let me put it to you this way: It'll be the first time that I request down here at Parkway Tavern to have the Dallas game on simultaneously that the Golden Knights game is on because I want to keep a close eye on that game because that game is arguably more important than what happens with the Golden Knights. Whatever the Golden Knights do tonight, if Dallas gets a point, it's over. So I think that that game has to dominate a lot of the focus for Golden Knights fans as they are watching Vegas tonight because regardless of what the Golden Knights do, if if Dallas takes care of business, then it's done. What has a better chance of happening, Vegas coming through or Arizona capitalizing on the opportunity? I think the Golden Knights. 
I, I, I don't I don't put a whole heck of a lot of stock in the Arizona Coyotes doing something uh, like beating the Dallas Stars. Like, listen, I, I get it. It's hockey. Bounces happen. I just don't think the Arizona Coyotes are, are very good. And I think that, you know, the Dallas Stars are a team built to play to overtime. So even if Dallas loses in overtime, that's all they need. So you talk about a team that is really good at getting to the extra extra frame. Um, I, I think that there's there's zero – I don't want to say zero confidence, but I'm like 10% confident that the Arizona Coyotes can take care of business. I'm about 85% confident that the Golden Knights are going to take care of business. Dallas is the best team in the league in, in overtime. Unbelievable. They, they, they will make the playoffs because of their success in jumping on the extra point in overtime or the shootout. I'll be honest with you. I can see a scenario where the Dallas Stars don't win another game this year, but they get to the playoffs simply because they get to overtime the next two games. Mm-hmm. Like they've got plenty of practice at it. They know how to do it. They they are a team uh, more than any other team I think in in recent memory that plays to that bonus point, and they do it incredibly well. And it's it's the difference between playing more hockey and not. I love these uh, little questions that I can throw at you. Who's tighter tonight? Is it Vegas, knowing that they have to win and get help? Or is it Dallas knowing that anything, a single point or a, a, a win of any kind, puts them into the playoffs? Um, I mean, I think the Golden Knights are looser because this this feels like a I'm long shot. I'm with you shot. on that. It yep. feels like a long shot, right? Like everything is in Dallas's control regardless of the situation, and I think that there's a little bit more um, pressure in that situation. Right now, nothing is in the Golden Knights' control. Obviously, they've got to win out. Obviously, they've got to take care of their business, but it, it largely doesn't mean anything if Dallas is able to get a point out of their next two games. And, and you know, there's, there's, I think, pressure in knowing you have to do something in order to make that happen or that it's in your own fate. And if it doesn't happen, if you fail and you're the Dallas Stars, there's a lot of questions that are going to be asked of you in that situation too. Can you fault anybody on Vegas for last night's result? Because they they had a a good balanced approach up front. I thought their blue line was great last night. Uh, Dylan Coughlin. Uh, like we we give him a free pass because he didn't get a single shift of, uh, of ice time. The goaltending was was outstanding. Not, uh, I'm certainly not going to pin it on Dylan Coglin, that's for sure. Can you think of anything that Vegas should have done differently to win last night? Uh I mean, like it's really tough. Probably, I mean, you want to you want to cover Jason Robertson a little bit more, like uh, the fact that. We talk about the Dallas Stars as a one-line team, and the only production out of Dallas last night was the one line from that one line. I mean, if you're if you're looking at it, I think you maybe chase a matchup a little bit differently, and you don't get the opportunity to do that because you're on the road. But uh, you, you know, in, in that situation, I think you're asking a little bit more out of say the Eichel line to shut down Robertson, and and that's not their strong suit. Like that's not what they're they're on the ice to do. Eichel's on the ice to 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 make some plays and, and score some goals and and produce in that way so i mean if, if i'm distilling it down to one thing i think that you just want better coverage on that second jason robertson goal you can't let him get to the to that dirty area or that 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 
that soft area of the ice and, and get that tip. And then beyond that, someone score a goal in the shootout. Like, yeah, that's what everybody's yelling at the car radio right now. Yeah, is, like, the, is the shootout. So would it be a good thing or a terrible occurrence if Vegas ends up in the shootout with their season on the line tonight? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want that after the last two. <laughs> like, I, is there is there a way that you feel confident there? Like, they're due. Okay, sure. They are, but, I mean, there's still pressure. Like, there's inherent pressure. As, as loose as they are or should be in this game, I, I think you get to another scenario where you're in the shootout, and I, I, I wouldn't trust it right now. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about the shootout tonight. I don't want to see another shootout game. I'll be honest with you. How impressed are you at Logan Thompson the last two games by way of the shootout? Well, I mean, he's been fantastic, and and he's he's done everything you could possibly ask a goalie to do outside of two shots. Um, I thought he might be number eight in the shooter part of it, too. They should have. Like, I, I, I would live for a moment where Logan Thompson goes down and scores a goal and then makes the save to win the game. Like, that'd be fantastic. It, it feels like he's taken on a, a different vibe, uh, uh, almost like a life of its own between those 10 shootout attempts that he's faced in the last couple of games against San Jose and then uh, last night uh, in that crucial game against Dallas. Yeah, he, again, I, there's there's no fault that I'm going to put on, on Logan Thompson at all when it comes to the last two games in the shootout. Again, he's he's done his job about as well as he possibly can. And for a Golden Knights team that's, you know, largely good in the shootout like Nick Waugh's career percentages are pretty good same thing with Shea Theodore like those guys have moves they're able to find the back of the net more often than not it's just the the shootout has gone cold for the Golden Knights over the last two games and you know it, it's tough because um, Logan Thompson's been tracking the puck well he's been he's been really solid in in just maybe getting in the shooter's head a little bit not allowing them anything, not giving them anything to really shoot He's been at. patient. He's been really patient. And, and you know, I think that's a maturation level of his game, right? Like, you know, we've talked about Logan Thompson and, and maybe how much he battles and, and how much he, he's, he's fighting in there. But, you know, in the, in the shootout, he's been calm, cool, collected, and he's been really outweighing shooters. And that's what you want to see if you're, you're, you're looking at the Golden Knights and, and Logan Thompson and his development. That's not supposed to be the narrative from the last couple of games. If this team was going to lose in back-to-back shootouts, it's been supposed to be on the goaltending not coming up big and the shooters doing their part. So does that change how you look at Logan Thompson beyond the next two games? Um, I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't know that I view Logan Thompson any differently than I have over the course of, of his last 17 games here in the NHL with the Golden Knights. Like, I think that if you're looking at a guy that's come in and made the most out of an opportunity, it's Logan. And it, it, it makes sense to me that a guy that battles as hard as he does in regulation, that battles as hard as he does in three-on-three overtime is going to battle and compete every single opportunity he has in the shootout. And um, I just think it, it kind of solidifies and reinforces who he is as a professional. He's a guy that belongs here and is proving to everybody that he belongs here. The Chicago Blackhawks are the team that stands in the way of the Golden Knights winning tonight, and then it's St. Louis on Friday. Yeah. If you win tonight, 
how do they come through with that performance? I, I mean, I, I think more than anything, I, I, I would like to see the Golden Knights make this a no-doubter. And, and we can argue all season long which games and which losses have hurt the most. And, you know, it's, it's futile because you can go to so many different places when you're looking for one or two or two or three extra points that would have made the difference. But to me, the ability to go into Chicago – on a back-to-back with travel after a, a, a pretty tough loss again and to turn that game into a no-doubter to, to, to make it look like the Golden Knights are leaps and bounds better than the Chicago Blackhawks, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Golden Knights play their, their game. I, I want to see them get in on some rush opportunities. I want to see them shut things down and not allow Chicago to spend a lot of time in the offensive zone. I, I, wanna, I want this to look like a Golden Knights win through and through. If you're Pete DeBoer, would you rather the United Center shut down the out-of-town scoreboard during this one because Dallas and Arizona happens at the exact same time, or would you use that as some kind of uh, motivation? Uh, yeah, no, we. Um, I, I don't think you can think about that, honestly. Like, what do you mean you can't think about that? I don't think you can think about that. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter. Right? If, you're like, a, if you're a player for the Vegas Golden Knights in that game tonight, do you in, not think that happens, they're looking at the out-of-town scoreboard I don't, I don't after every to. shift? No, I don't want them to. I have so no, so you, if you're Pete DeBoer, you would say there, shut down the out-of-town scoreboard. Go in there and play your game. Go in there and play your game. Like, I, I, in the middle of a game, if Dallas is up 3 to nothing, I don't want to see a change in play. I don't want to see any of that or, or artificial desperation. No, go out there and win a game. So if you're Pete DeBoer, you would like them to shut down the out-of-town yeah. scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. Cares? I'm with you on that. It doesn't matter. If you're a player, would you like the out-of-town scoreboard to be visible? I don't. I don't think it. I, I don't think it's a different answer. Like if if I'm a if I'm a Golden really? Knights player, yeah. If I'm a Golden Knights player in this game, just the fact that there's still a mathematical chance is all I need. Mm -hmm. It's all I need, and and none of it matters really unless you take care of business and you should be highly, highly motivated to go in and take care of business. You know those iPads that they have on the bench that mm -hmm. the coaches show players video and players look at it uh, for different uh, uh, recaps of, of chances or chances against? I wonder if those things get Wi-Fi where you can check NHL.com. Because if, even if the out-of-town scoreboard was shut down, if I'm a player, I'm going mm -hmm. to NHL.com. Yeah, I, if I'm a player, I, I couldn't possibly care less about it. I, I'm focused on the actual game that I'm playing in really? right now in this moment. Oh, yeah, 100%. Where are you, like, with this massive Batman-like focus? It's, it's not a Batman-like focus. It, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing that it, happens like, in it, that... It's, nothing, it's, it's everything nothing, tonight. But... Nothing that happens in that game should change the focus and intent of what you have going on in your game. And Except the, if Dallas gets off to a 4-1 lead. You can't control that. So what, if they get out to a 4-1 lead, it's just like pack it in, let's go? I do. That's ridiculous. Absolutely I do. Yeah, I, I, I don't advocate for that. You, you got two games to play. Right? Like, you got two games to run it out. You've still got a mathematical chance. I'm not worried about what happens in Dallas and Arizona. I'm only focused on doing what we need to do 
on that ice in that room. That is such player give- speak, and that is such like broadcaster talk. That that I, I find that hard to believe that that really? you would go down that path. I show up every day, buddy. Like I. I, I would show up every day in that situation, and the fact of the matter is, it, whether or not Dallas is winning or Arizona is winning, it should not in any way, shape, or form change or shift what the Golden Knights bring into this game. And if it does, that's an issue. My whole mood tonight is based on whether Vegas is winning and Dallas is losing. Like, minute to minute, my entire mood is structured around that. Elliot's laughing at me right now, but he's the same way. Like he, I'm we'll, laughing we'll, at we'll, you. We'll, what are you we'll talking both, about? We'll, we'll both be in the corner trying to hold on to each other, trying to talk things up if, if Dallas is winning and Vegas is losing uh, tonight, trying to support each other. Okay. I mean, like, you're asking my opinion. I'm giving it. I, I, I think that if you I think you're lying. I think you're, lying. I, I think you're trying to you're, you're uh, really, be, be you, a coach. I'm uh, not. And, and, and be, say exactly what you're supposed to say right now. There's, I don't there's, think you're being honest with me right now. And, and wow. I, I'm, I'm struggling uh, with that right now, that you're not being honest with me. Okay. Chapman, do you think do you think Ryan's being honest right now, or is he just trying to say what he's supposed to say? No, because I, I agree with him. It doesn't matter. You're the biggest fan in here. Like it, it, you, you wobble yeah, but, but, but when the wind the thing, blows. If, if I'm a, if, it matters to the fans, but it doesn't matter the players. Take pride in your in your game. Take pride in what you do. Nothing that goes on in another game should inform or change the effort and the intensity that you bring to that game. Except Period. for when it's your season. Yeah, on but the, the line. but the, the the problem is. If Whether, you're more concerned with that, then, then you're did, not going to do anything that you need to do in this game yeah, anyway. Exactly. Like, your focus should solely be the Chicago Blackhawks because at this point, if you start worrying about what the Dallas Stars are doing, you're not going to play your game against a team that has played you really well both times Un- you've unless, played them. Unless Dallas starts losing, yeah, and but, then you but get it to still doesn't it matter. It still doesn't matter. That shouldn't be your motivation. Like, it just oh, – No, so it shouldn't be. No, of course now, it so now we're going to pile it on. Now you're, we're going to, quote, try harder. Your motivation should have been last night in Dallas. Yes. yes. That's ridiculous, Darren. That is, that is a ridiculous take. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that that you're lying. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and call you a liar. I think but, you're lying. Maybe not intentionally, that's, that's but I think you're making it up. I think you're making offensive. it up. I think you're giving me the most politically correct answer that, that you could possibly matter. come up. Darren, it, it shouldn't, shouldn't matter, matter, but it does. That's that's your opinion, and you're you're calling me a liar because I don't share your opinion. Fibber, ridiculous. What, what, what if you ask Jonathan Marshall? So he's going to give you the same the same answer Ryan did. If you ask Max Pacioretty, he's going to give you the same answer Ryan did. Because we hear it all it's, the time. It's hockey talk. No, it's the truth. These guys, they can't focus on Dallas. They they should have focused on Dallas last night. That was your opportunity to focus on the Dallas Stars. Now now it's out of your control. What the Dallas Stars do is irrelevant now. No, it's not. Well, yeah, because you don't you don't have a chance to correct what you did wrong last night. 
I'm need... disappointed in you two right now. <laughs> really? Don't be disappointed with the answer that you guys just served up. No, you 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 can't focus on what Dallas is doing. You should have focused on what they did last night and not give up a third period goal. You know what I'm I'm also sour about is because Elliot's been in the room for this entire time. I can't even spring this on him halfway through our pregame show <laughs> because he's going to know exactly what to answer and he's, and he's going to know if he gives me the talkie talk, the coach speak, the well, player speak. He he knows I'm going to jump all over him. So well, he, I mean, I, listen, I, the, the maybe, surprise maybe, is gone. Maybe Darren wasn't focused on this, so you can spring it on him, and and our reactions will or will not matter to him in the moment. If Dallas goes down. Two nothing, like they did it against Seattle the other matter. night. It my, shouldn't matter. My heels will be clicking together like I'm going to the land of Oz. Right, and if and if they're up five nothing, all of a sudden you're going to pack it in and not try. Oh no, it's ridiculous. You won't be able to see the garbage can because it will be 40 yards from here, across the street at City National Arena. That garbage can should be hiding right now, for fear of its future but if arizona can come through i should have brought my arizona sweater tonight hey uh have a good pregame show are we all good like the whole fibbing thing you guys are getting past that sure bye doesn't sound like it